2: Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us at 7 minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock on this Friday, the 5th morning of the 7th month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Thank you so much for being with us. Yes, we are live after yesterday's uh, Independence Day, best of the Bob France Authority. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed your celebration yesterday as much as I did. I have to tell you, the highlight, the highlight of my Independence Day uh was not local fireworks. The highlight was not barbecuing. The highlight was not any of the traditional things, you know, swimming and so on and so forth. The highlight, I am going to just tell you point blank, the highlight for me was watching last evening the President of the United States deliver a true, solemn, and sincere tribute to the United States of America, which is exactly what he promised. The president delivered exactly what he promised. And that is extraordinarily important to point out today, because if you are to listen to those who continue to suffer from the terrible affliction called TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, you would think that he went out there yesterday and tried to start a war. They are livid that the president spent his speech yesterday, the time that he delivered his speech, to an unbelievable crowd on the National Mall in Washington, D.C., stretching literally from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial all the way down to the Washington Monument on both sides of the pool. It was unbelievable believable and to listen to those who hate the president and who suffer from tds the president almost called for war why because he spent his time celebrating the military he spent his time going through american history and yes talking about the military's role in american history And the military's role in American history, of course, isn't that important, right? All it is is the reason we have American history. From that Continental Army, led by George Washington in the defeat of the British in order to establish 13 separate colonies as a United States of America, from that military to every single bit of military ingenuity, courage, Uh, in virtually everything that we have right now, we owe to those who are willing to put on the uniform and go and fight to defend this country. The president wanted to say thank you yesterday. Thank you. Let's honor, let's remember the history of this country and the military's role in providing it for us. And the left absolutely hated it. They could not stand it. Two reasons why. Number one... The left told us that the president yesterday, and having his two point five million dollars salute to America in Washington D.C., complete with a display of modern tanks, a flyover by the Blue Angels, flyover, uh, you know, showcasing some of America's air superiority, and so on and so forth. They they were convinced that the president wasn't going to use this Independence Day holiday to celebrate America. They were convinced he was going to use this Independence Day get-together as a $2.5 million taxpayer-funded campaign event. They were convinced, and they told everybody who would listen on national stages, into television cameras, on their Twitter feeds, their Facebook feeds, and so on and so forth. They told everybody that Donald Trump should be billed. The Trump campaign should be billed the $2.5 million from yesterday's celebration before it ever happened because he was going to turn this into a re-elect Trump event. And anybody and everybody who watched it would would attest and should attest to the honest to God's truth, not one single word of partisan politics not one word of praise me. I'm your president. Reelect me. Not one word of the Democrats are terrible. They're evil. Don't elect them. Not one word about partisan politics. No criticism of enemies who hate him. No self. Uh, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Self-affirming braggadociousness. None of that. Not one word of political rhetoric at all all words of american history all words of american superiority all words of american exceptionalism and an attempt to bring people together in the process uniting people in fact it was exactly the opposite of what the left said it was going to be and that made them hate it even more if he had delivered what they promised or that they said he was going to deliver and w- which would be a partisan trump campaign event style event they would have been you know happier than than they were with the fact that he did not the president stood there and was presidential he stood there on a day that was intended to celebrate america's independence from tyranny And the president did exactly that. He celebrated our independence from tyranny. He thanked those who put it all on the line 243 years ago, and he thanked those who helped America become the great country it is over the course of those last 243 years. Military and outside of the military. American ingenuity on display. He gave us just a nice little stroll down history lane And he did so with pride, red, white, and blue spewing forth from the president's microphone or into the president's microphone and from those speakers. And the left hated it because it was exactly what it was supposed to be, nonpartisan, nonpolitical. It was just pro-America, and yes, that meant celebrating America's military, and they hated that. They absolutely despise the fact that the president would go up there and spend so much time talking about guns and tanks and soldiers and troops and battles. They hated it. Because that's exactly what they that's exactly how they feel about America. They don't want America to be strong militarily the liberals the left the trump haters they don't want america to be strong have a strong military they don't want america to have a strong national defense and a national security they want america to be open to everybody this is this is this was their worst nightmare yesterday the president paying tr- uh, homage to our troops both the first troops and today's current active military and yes our, our military designers, our Pentagon, those who have put together, created, designed, built, and now are, are, are rife with uh, American military uh, tanks, bombers, uh, the most sophisticated military equipment, both mobile and strategic from, from set locations in the history of this country, as it should be. Everything else has advanced in the history of this country. Why should our military, why should our our military weaponry, why should our arsenals be any less? And the president celebrated those things yesterday, and they were beside themselves. I'm going to let you hear a little bit of what the president had to say yesterday as proof of what I'm talking about, not a single word. Then I'm going to let you hear from the nut jobs. Then I'm going to let you hear from the CNN, MSNBC, and and Trump derangement syndrome crowd, I'm going to let you listen to what they had to say in response to the president's perfectly uniting red, white, and blue celebration yesterday that was not filled with politics, not filled with criticism of enemies, not filled with self-praise uh, and self-promotion. Uh, 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 it was exactly what it was supposed to be, and that had the left more uh, more angry than they would be if he had done what they hated, and uh, which would have been those things. So I've got a lot of uh, opportunity. I want you to. I want to hear from you. By the way, I should also point out we have one great guest today, and what a perfect time to hear from Bill Federer about his latest book. Technically, it is his wife's book. um Susie Federer adapted. Some of the quotes and some of the stories that were collected by Bill Federer over the course of 25 years of Bill Federer's American Minute. But there is a new book. It's called Miracles in American History. 32 Amazing Stories of Answered Prayer in American History. It is phenomenal. He's going to join us at ten thirty-five. So we have a full hour plus together uh at two one six nine zero one zero nine four five if you would like to weigh in on what you heard yesterday and what you are seeing and listening to today. Triple eight two eight one eleven ten. We'll get you up and on the radio. And you can also, of course, hit me on social media. Uh, the negative and the positive sites, the uh, negative uh, liberal censorship sites of Twitter and Facebook. You can find me at France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio, and on the conservative um, welcoming site called Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. Make sure you follow me there as well, at France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio. It's nine eighteen. back right after this. Twenty-three. Now the Bob France Authority on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. I want you to listen to a little bit about what was so uh, so horrific, so terrible, so despised by the left yesterday.
0: Today we come together as one nation with this very special salute to America. We celebrate our history, our people, and the heroes who proudly defend our flag. The brave men and women of the United States military. What a
2: terrible, terrible, divisive message that is, right? What a horrible thing for the President of the United States to say, to give some positive love and some affirmation and some appreciation to the United States military.
0: From the banks of the Chesapeake to the cliffs of California, from the humming shores of the Great Lakes to the sand dunes of the Carolinas, from the fields of the heartland to the Everglades of Florida, the spirit of American independence will never fade, never fail, but will reign forever and ever and ever.
2: How terribly partisan, right? Horrific.
0: So once more, to every citizen throughout our land, have a glorious Independence Day, have a great 4th of July, I want to thank the Army Band, the National Park Service, the Interior Department, the incredible pilots overhead, and those who are making possible the amazing fireworks display later this evening.
2: The president was was 100 percent presidential throughout his address yesterday. I did not get quite the order of the clips that I wanted them here. I want to go back a little bit to earlier in the speech.
0: As we gather this evening, in the joy of freedom, we remember that all share a truly extraordinary heritage. Together, we are part of one of the greatest stories ever told, the story of America. It is the epic tale of a great nation whose people have risked everything for what they know is right and what they know is true. It is the chronicle of brave citizens who never give up on the dream of a better and brighter future. And it is the saga of 13 separate colonies that united to form the most just and virtuous republic ever conceived. On this day, 243 years ago, Our Founding Fathers pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to declare independence and defend our God-given rights.
2: So important, that last line, that last part of the line, God-given rights. Rights granted to us by our Creator as set forth in the Declaration and as set forth by all of our Founding Fathers yesterday, celebrated by the President of the United States. Now I want you, before we get to the bottom of the hour, I want you to listen to what can only be described as TDS on display, Trump derangement syndrome in response to that speech, uplifting, patriotic, pro-America. There's there's nothing negative you can say about it unless you are afflicted with Trump derangement syndrome. As this individual, Philip Mudd, CNN contributor, is and was. This was his response to the president's speech yesterday.
3: Well, let's see. Let me be subtle here. At a professional level, 25 years in national I hated it. at a personal level, I hated it more. Let me tell you something. When we're in the midst of July 4th after after 9-11, when I was at the CIA, I thought we were celebrating the defense of ideals. The right to live free and fair. The right to live according to those documents that our founding fathers established. The right of every person, every citizen in this country to pretend like they can be president. The right to have economic opportunity. I didn't realize we were fighting for the chance to pay for guns, for weapons. I did national security. I thought this, this was was about ideals and now we've made it about the military that's not what the founding fathers gave us they gave
2: can you can you believe what you're hearing right now this is cnn this is who they are this is what they are these people are proving they don't just have tds They have ADS. They have American Derangement Syndrome. They hate America, not just Donald Trump. This man, Philip Mudd, CNN contributor, who says he has spent 25 years in the national security field, literally just listed all of the great things about America that the 4th of July and Independence Day is supposed to be about, and then condemn the president for discussing why they, are, they exist. They exist because of our military. Make no mistake about it, Independence Day, our celebration of the 4th of July every year, is a military celebration. What are we literally celebrating? The birth of a nation. How was that nation born? It was born... When men, the most courageous men in the history of this country, picked up arms and turned against the king and said no more. And began a war for liberty. All of those ideals that this this incomprehensible wretch of a human being Philip Mutter, sitting here sitting here decrying that we didn't hear enough about because we heard too much about the military exist because of the military Give us the gift of ideals. At a
3: personal level, excuse me, but now we have the Super Bowl is invaded by politics. Players are kneeling. The Women's World Cup is invaded by politics, a dispute about whether women go to the White House. We have a stupid dispute by of, of politics this week about whether Nike puts a flag on a shoe. Can we actually have a day with hamburgers, hot dogs, and a few beers without a politician? Please, one day. And now we can't, because now we got politicians saying, let's celebrate guns and aircrafts and forget about the founding fathers who talked about being cautious with the standing military.
2: This um, CNN liberal had to have written his speech before he heard the president speak. He had to have written his comments out, put them on a teleprompter, and was going to say this no matter what happened. Because if he had actually watched and listened to the speech, he heard Donald Trump praise the Founding Fathers. He heard Donald Trump praise the ideals set forth in the Declaration. He heard Donald Trump praise the American courage and the American exceptionalism and American ingenuity in building all of the great things that this nation has become. And yes, he heard Donald Trump praise those brave men and women who fought and continue to fight to protect and preserve those things. And he hated it. Did you hear one word of politics in the president's speech when he watched it yesterday? Not one word. And this guy says that, can't we have hot dogs and hamburgers without politics? Number one, Independence Day isn't about hot dogs and hamburgers on your barbecue grill. Number two... You didn't have politics. You had a man praising the history and the present day of this great nation. And that's why he, along with Colin Kaepernick and all of the others who complained yesterday, hated it so much. We'll come right back after the news. Thirty-six. as we continue on a.m. 1420 the answer thanks so much for joining us more from the president of the United States and what can only be described as a unifying uplifting spiritual uh, uh, address and ceremony honoring the birth of this country yesterday at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial
0: Thomas Jefferson wrote the words that forever changed the course of humanity we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness with a single sheet of parchment and 56 signatures america began the greatest political journey in human history but on that day the patriots who would determine the ultimate success of the struggle were a hundred miles away in New York. There, the Continental Army prepared to make its stand, commanded by the beloved general George Washington.
2: I want to ask you again, I'm going to do this throughout. What have you heard thus far from Donald Trump that is self promoting? What have you heard thus far from Donald Trump that is political or partisan? If your answer was nothing, you would be correct. And yet you have liberal Democrat candidates from the cesspool of the, uh, of, uh, of the uh, uh, Democrat candidates for president lying, going on Twitter and going on CNN and just lying about what he did and what he said. And I'm not making this up. Tulsi Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard, one of the cesspool, tweeted yesterday, uh, about uh, shortly after, and, and I'm going to say what I said before again, because this was shortly after the president finished his speech. Um, here's what she wrote. Let me let me let me read what she wrote first, and then I'll and then I'll try. And I've got to pull this up here. It seems to have uh, seems to have disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard wrote on Twitter: "The self-serving politician that he is, Trump has succeeded in making July 4th about himself, and in doing so, further divided our country." This on a day when our nation's president should be uniting us. Hashtag Independence Day. Obviously, and this is what I wrote in response, she obviously had her Twitter talking points written long before the speech was given. And then her team sent them out, not even thinking about maybe we should edit them, because he didn't do anything except unite. All of these liberals who are slamming the president for for his speech yesterday had their talking points or their scripts written long before he gave the speech and and they there was just too late for them to 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 uh you know to adjust on the fly and say whoa he was uniting he was uplifting he was spiritual he was not partisan he was not pro trump anti democrat every trump derangement syndrome sufferer who tweeted or declared that trump used that event to self promote must apologize immediately Because he did no such thing. Here's more. And I know you're on hold. Just bear with me. I've got some points to make.
0: As the delegates debated the declaration in Philadelphia, Washington's army watched from Manhattan as a massive British invading fleet loomed dangerously across New York Harbor. The British had come to crush the revolution in its infancy. Washington's message to his troops laid bare the stakes. He wrote, the fate of unborn millions will now depend under God on the courage and conduct of this army. We have therefore to resolve to conquer or die. Conquer or die.
2: And Philip Mudd, who claims a history in national security, complaining that the president focused on military when telling the story of the birth of this great nation. What did you want him to focus on? The story of the birth of this nation was rooted in the military. As George Washington told his army, the fate of unborn millions into our future depend on what we do right now. We must conquer or die. And they're complaining about that, that aspect of this. Let me give you a little bit more here. This is, this is I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's hard to listen to. I will admit this, and I, and I apologize for, for kind of doing this. But I, I just want everyone to understand what we're dealing with. When we talk about Trump derangement syndrome, I'm calling it American derangement syndrome because they truly are anti They don't just hate Trump. They hate America. And they're making this point very clear. This is C- another CNN personality. This is going to be Oh, let me see if I can find the name here. Well, let me play it first and then I'll then I'll backsell it.
4: Uh look, it's very unusual to see something like this and I I still go back to what I said before. I think I'm I'm just troubled about the militaristic tone of this whole thing. Um first first we were treated to essentially 8th grade uh, history, um, that was fairly sepia toned and saccharine, uh, in, in its depth and context. In fact, it was lacking a lot of
2: depth and context, and I heard. N- How much depth and context can you put into a speech, CNN? that is gonna be 40 minutes long, uh, at a, at a hot, humid, wet, rainy, uh, Independence Day celebration. How much depth and context can you expect? This is a very simple retelling of American history that should be, uh, less than deep or less than, uh, you know, complex. He's not there teaching a class. This isn't a professorial day, uh, uh, um, a presentation. It's just a, a simple reminder of what we celebrate, because most people are like your buddy Philip Mudd, who think that the Indo- Independence, day, Independence Day was created to get a day off for of work to make hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill and watch all the big noisies light up the sky. That's what far too many Americans think it's about. The president wanted to remind everybody what it's really about. The birth of this country and the sacrifices that were made by the incredible American military who made it possible. Nothing other than
4: a a pledge to put the American flag on Mars. I heard nothing in this speech about where this country should be going, what we should be working on, some of the problems we need to fix. I could have.
2: This is exactly what these SOBs said he was going to do and he didn't do, and now they're mad that he didn't do it. He just complained that Trump didn't talk about where we're going, what we have to work on, what our problems are. That would have been a political speech. That would have been politics. Here's what we're going to do about you know uh, uh, the economy. Here's what we're going to do about the uh, about uh, Syria, Iran. Here's what we're going to do about uh, uh, Venezuela, North Korea. Here's what we're going to do about uh, jobs. That would have been a political speech, and you would have accused him of using this as a re election uh, event rather than a re election campaign event rather than a celebration of American history. The president notably left all of those things out, and now these SOBs on CNN are complaining that he wasn't political. Mm -hmm.
4: I heard nothing in this speech about where this country should be going. And if he had talked about where this country should be going, you would have whipped him for it. What we should be working on. Some of the problems we need to fix. I could have gotten this off of watching Schoolhouse Rock. And I frankly didn't need uh, all the militaristic uh, uh, you know, displays of, of, of might. I think it's just, again, not who we are as a country.
2: And we're not a country. <sighs> we're not a country that celebrates and appreciates its military when it is militaristic might that is the reason for this country? Is this this where we are? This is CNN's The Situation Room with a cast of CNN personalities, one after the other, bashing the Trump speech one saying it didn't get political enough, and the other one saying it was too militaristic, another one saying it wasn't deep enough in American history. I mean, it does not matter what he would have said, they would have ripped it. And I hope every liberal who believes in the CNN mindset of quote unquote journalism, quote unquote news presentation, is embarrassed by this. Because every liberal. Every moderate and every conservative who watched that speech knows that the president struck the right tone of unity and appreciation for American history and appreciation for American military history, which is responsible for America's present. No one can accuse him of trying to turn that into a political partisan event, and they owe an apology they just do. They owe an apology for this tone. When he does uh, stick to
3: a, a
0: speech, um, you know, maybe just as a writer, I'm a little bit more alert to this. It reminds you that his speech writers are not the best in the business. Um, other presidential <laughs> uh, speech writing teams have been a whole lot better. George W. Bush had a great speech writing team. If you read, read those speeches, uh, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, uh, these speeches are sort of. Um, a little low. They're, they're
3: rudimentary. They're, they're very basic, and so sometimes it just seems like he's
2: reading Wikipedia page about historical events. You. Know? So he's using Schoolhouse Rock and and Wikipedia, according to CNN. Again, what what was he to do? Is there anything that the president of the United States could say on Independence Day that wouldn't had would have had any one of these jackals, any one of these uneducated pseudo intellectual, uh, uh, um. Uh, 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 ants. I mean, I, I'm looking for. I'm looking for more. I mean, tr- truly, these people have the intellect of insects, and they, moreover, have the character of insects. And that's an insult to to insects. Uh, and, and and I'm literally just beside myself trying to figure out what it is that the president could have said that would not have had them be this critical and this condemning. CNN bristles and is angered. Every time, Donald Trump refers to them as an enemy of the people. And every time, the President of the United States refers to them as fake news. And every single day, they give us more examples of how and why they are the enemy of the people. That panel of pieces of human flotsam and jetsam sat there yesterday and condemned the president for not being uniting and being dividing and divisive on the stage at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. When every word the president spoke of, every word was about all Americans uniting. Uniting behind, at the time, the Continental Army and the Founding Fathers building this great country and then telling a rudimentary shallow a version of american history talking about the expansion westward the evolution of our nation the abolition of the of the scourge of slavery all of these things that the president talked about were uniting for all people they sat there on their set and i'm looking at them right now i have video you have just the audio they sat there on their set and intentionally divided while claiming that it was the president doing the division. These people, my friends, I'm just... These people truly don't just hate Donald Trump. They hate this country as it exists. They hate the nation that gives them the freedom to be the insufferable pieces of trash that they are so publicly. There is an article that I read on The Federalist Federalist last night that I'm going to share with you coming up in a few minutes. Jesse Kelly from The Federalist wrote a piece headlined, It's time for the United States to divorce before things get dangerous. Maybe it is time to send these pieces of anti-American trash out on their own. Let them form their own country and see if they can build a more perfect union modeled after socialism, division, and hate the way that they do. Let them, and with no guns, no national military, no national defense, no borders, let them put into practice what they want to do to our country. Let them do it to their own. Maybe it's time for a divorce. We'll be right back after this we'll on
0: later, General Washington ordered the declaration read aloud to the troops. The assembled soldiers just joined an excited crowd running down Broadway. They toppled the statue of King George and melted it into bullets for battle. The faraway king would soon learn a timeless lesson about the people of this majestic land. Americans love our freedom and no one will ever take it away from us. That same American spirit that emboldened our founders has kept us strong throughout our history. To this day, that spirit runs through the veins of every American patriot It lives on and each and every one of you here today. It is the spirit, daring and defiance, excellence and adventure, courage and confidence, loyalty and love that built this country into the most exceptional nation in the history of the world. And our nation is stronger today than it ever was before. It is its strongest now.
2: The President of the United States brought people together and continues to be condemned this morning by those who say that he was too divisive. I'm going to share the uh, divorce of the United States story after the top of the hour news, because I don't have enough time to get it in here. So let me go to Mark in Fairview Park. Mark, thanks for your patience. I know you've been on hold since we started. I appreciate that. Go ahead.
5: That's okay, Bob. I'm just getting over heat stroke here. But uh, (laughs) Oh, did you know I just finished my first book? I did not. Yeah, now I'm going to read another one. <laughs> well, congratulations Just on your little, first little <laughs> Rodney Danger uh, humor uh, that's, there a, that's, a no, that's a good
2: after one. That's a good one. I've, got, I've got a recommendation for you, by the way. Seriously, if you are looking at reading another book, uh, I'm going to be talking with uh, Bill Federer about this, Miracles in American History, 32 Amazing Stories of Unanswered Prayer. Or, excuse me, of answered prayer. Beg your pardon, that changes the meaning all entirely. Of answered prayer, but uh, that would be a great recommendation for your next book to read. But uh, anyway, go ahead.
5: Oh, by the way, in my Civil War library, they have a book. His name is Mudd. Uh, and it was a right. doctor that uh, took care of Booth's leg when he was That's on right. the run.
2: That's right. I know Samuel Mudd, right? <laughs> Pardon me? Samuel Mudd, I believe his name was.
5: Right, Samuel Mudd. Yes. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, what I wanted to talk to you about, just two different things. I'll make it quick. Uh, I, I was When I was down in Tucson going to college, I uh, was in an uh, armored recon outfit down Fort Huachuca. And uh, every Fourth of July, we'd bring up tanks, uh armor personnel carriers, tank retriever, jeeps, etc And the people absolutely loved it. And we pull into a Sears mall there and uh uh just the crowds, everybody. They just enjoyed it so much. But uh that's why that's why what the president did here I mean it was nothing. It's nothing. And as far as the flyovers and everything, uh you know, I was in the Air Force also, I did send you some information one time uh from our C one hundred thirty outfit in Vietnam. I don't know if you got it or not, but uh Anyhow, uh, you know these guys are training all the time. They're flying all the time, and now they're worried where the money's coming from because these guys flew over Washington. You know, it's just written down as training. The pilots don't get any more money. You know, so just a big hullabaloo about nothing. But uh, yeah, second of all, one of my jobs was uh, uh, when I was in Arizona, I was, I worked for FCI Tucson for, in corrections for two years, and uh, you know this con- these comments I'm hearing about. Well, they don't have any soap, or they didn't have any toothpaste for the for the uh, the immigrants the coming will, in, yeah, or the illegal uh, right. aliens. You know, uh, when I was at FCI Tucson, we had busloads coming in all the time, and it was just absolutely amazing. They come in, none of these guys had to, have to undress, burn their clothes, get, get them jumpsuits. They have no underwear, no socks, and uh, they'd get them all cleaned up. Well, oh, they just loved it there. They had beds. <clears throat> Uh, to go to the Chow Hall, which you, you should have seen the Chow Hall. I mean, even the correctional officers would eat there. I mean, massive sal- uh, uh, salad uh, bars and everything right, else. Right. But uh, this, but for this nutcase from New York to say what she did about. Uh, you know the, uh, the 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 no 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 soap, no toothpaste, yeah, and, and everything else. Drinking out of toilets
2: it's, and so on and so forth. Yeah,
5: it's just unconscionable. It's well, just unconscionable.
2: It, not, not only is that it, not only is it unconscionable, it's obviously wildly inaccurate. And that's the beauty of this: is she's being exposed. I think she's. You know, people have said for a while now when it comes to uh, AOC, uh, Alexandria Damasio, Cortez, they say that. um uh, a lot of people want to have her silenced. You know, she, she shouldn't be allowed to speak. And I've even pointed out that she's a freshman, uh, and, and she doesn't know anything about anything. She should sit back, stay in the wings and kind of learn what's going on before she starts popping off the way a lot of other real responsible freshman representatives do. But, uh, others have said, no, let her talk. Let her talk. The more she talks, the more damage she does to herself and her party. And you know what? I'm, I'm coming around to that side. The more this, this, Absolutely mindless, bubble brain talks. The more she exposes herself, the more she expo- for her dishonesty, for her stupidity, and obviously for the party that she represents. The longer she talks, the longer she does these things, and the more uh, they are disproven, the better it is for everybody. So I hope she does continue. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the phone call. It's ten o'clock news time now. More coming up on AM four.